Hallelujah. I want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the King of Kings. Let's begin to worship the Ancient of Days for waking us up to be at His presence again this morning. Father, we thank you. I want you to open your mouth and give Him a beautiful praise this morning. Lord, we exhort you for every member of our family. We thank you for what you intend to do for us in the journey of this new day. Lord, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus, the book of Psalm 30 verse 5, the Bible says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Lord, we thank you because this is our morning to rejoice. Glory and honor be unto your name. In the name of Jesus, I want you to begin to ask for the mercy of the Lord. Ask for his mercy for the journey of today. Lord, as we go out, we pray for mercy. Be merciful unto us in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, open the windows of heaven and let there be a pony of your grace. Let there be a pony of your power. Come and do what you alone can do this morning. By your mercy, let the sick be healed. By your mercy, let the dead be raised back to life. By your mercy, let every closed doors be opened. By your mercy, open your mouth. Forgive us all our sins by your mercy. Let your mercy prevail for us in the journey of today. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, this morning, by the power and the blood of Jesus, let me be sanctified and be purged this morning. In the name of Jesus, let any form of defilement in my spiritual body be removed by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, every negative dreams of the night, by the power and the blood of Jesus, I cancel them this morning. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Lord, as we go out, mark us with the blood of Jesus for protection and for preservation. In the name of Jesus, let every finished work of the enemies that was done against us overnight be cancelled and be destroyed by the power in the blood. In the name of Jesus, anything that was stolen from us overnight by spiritual robbers, Lord, let your blood redeem them back now. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now we have just um, one point to pray for our prophetic prayer for today. I want us to open our Bible to the book of First John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5 verse 14. The Bible said, now this is the confidence. And that's what we are praying about, confidence. I want somebody to say confidence, confidence. Now this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. I want to prophesy to somebody this morning that every of your requests before God this morning, the Lord will answer you speedily in the name of Jesus. The book of Psalms 17 verse 6, the psalmist said, I have called upon you, for you will hear me, O God. Incline your ear to me and hear my speech. That's, that's, that's somebody speaking with confidence. That's somebody speaking with confidence. And, and in, and in the, the book of Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35, the Bible said, Therefore do not cast away your confidence, which has a great recompense of reward. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning, Lord, let every battle working against my confidence, 
what one thing the devil wants to attack is our confidence in God. That's why sometimes when you pray, the devil will make you to doubt your prayer because he wants to affect your confidence in God. Because without us having confidence in God, there's nothing that can be done. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, this morning, every battle against my confidence, whatever the devil is doing to, to, to make my confidence in God to go down. Lord, this morning, let the battle be terminated. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every battle working against our confidence in the Lord. Every battle working against our confidence in the place of prayer. Lord, this morning, terminate that battle. Now, in the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I want you to know that before God will answer you, you must have confidence in Him that He will answer you. The book of 1 John chapter 3, verse 21, the Bible says, Beloved, we if our heart does not condemn us, look at that, we have confidence towards God. One of the things the devil used to attack the confidence of men and women is by condemnation. Is by condemnation. I want you to open your mouth and say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, let every battle work in a against my confidence let the battle be terminated in the name of Jesus in Jesus mighty name we have prayed I want you to lift up your voice and crown to God and say my father in the name of Jesus this morning I put my total confidence in you Lord let me not be put to shame anytime I call upon you answer me speedily in the name of Jesus open your mouth open your mouth Tell God that you are putting your total confidence in Him and that anytime you call upon Him, that God will answer you speedily. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Any form of guilt, any form of condemnation in our hearts that the devil wants to use to make us to lose our confidence by the power in the blood. Let, let, let guilt, let condemnation be cancelled from our heart in the name of Jesus. Lord, we put our total confidence in you. Let us not be put to shame in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry to God and say, Lord, because my confidence is in you. Answer me speedily this morning as I call upon you. Lord, answer me speedily. Over my career, answer me speedily. Over my family, answer me speedily. Over every battles, over every over every problems in my life. Lord, answer me speedily this morning. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masota Likapa. This morning, answer us speedily. Because we put our confidence in you. Let us not be put to shame. Answer us speedily. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. For somebody this morning, the Lord will answer you speedily. In the name of Jesus. And every battle working against your confidence, every battle the devil is using to make you to lose your confidence in God, I pray that this morning the Lord terminate that battle. In the name of Jesus, any form of condemnation, any form of guilt in your heart, by the power and the blood, we cancel them. In the name of Jesus, as you call upon God this morning, the Lord will answer you with a miracle. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. I want to welcome every one of us to this morning prayer meeting. And I'm believing God that this morning, the Lord that we have come to meet, He will answer us speedily. In the name of Jesus, 
for somebody the goodness you are waiting for. Before the end of today, you will receive that goodness. In the name of Jesus, for somebody every traps that the enemy have set on your way to catch you, the Lord will make your enemies to fall into their traps. In the name of Jesus, for somebody where anywhere you go today, the Lord will favor you. He will cause his face to shine upon you. In the name of Jesus, for that sister, I declare you healed now. In the name of Jesus, any form of sickness in your body, making your body to be weak, I rebuke that sickness now. In the name of Jesus Christ, for that brother, that evil garments that the enemy put upon your business, put upon your life to cover your glory, I command that garment to catch fire now. In the name of Jesus, for somebody this morning, the Lord will make a way for you where there is no way. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Oh my God, oh my God. Now, let, very quickly, let's open our Bible to the book of Isaiah chapter 6. Um, uh, Isaiah chapter 6. We want to continue with our series on the book of Isaiah 6. Isaiah chapter 6. Uh, we are going to be reading from verse 1 to 3. And uh, we will focus on verse 3 and 4. I mean, 1 to 4 rather. Isaiah chapter 6, 1 to 4, the Bible says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Verse 2, Above it stood the seraphim, each one had six wings, with two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet. And with two he flew. Verse 3 And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Let's stop at verse 3. Let's stop at verse 3. This morning, by the grace of God, I will be teaching us on what I've titled The Degree of His Holiness. The Degree of the Holiness of Our God. If you go back to that verse 3, the Bible says, One seraphim cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. So the God that we serve is three times holy. Three times holy. Look at that. So it means holiness constitutes a major attribute of God. And if we are children of God, one of the things we need to work on is to be holy like our God, our Father. Holiness constitutes one of the major attributes of God. Now, let me give us some points very quickly. And then I, I, I just want to give us some points about the holiness of God. Number one, in times of holiness, the holiness of God is incomparable. The holiness of God, I want you to take note of this point. The holiness of God is incomparable. In fact, it is by His holiness that God is unique among any other person. The book of Exodus chapter 15 verse 11, the Bible says, Who is like you? This was the song sung by Miriam and by Moses. Who is like you? Oh Lord, among the gods, who is like you? Glorious in holiness and fearful in praise, doing wonders. Oh my God, look at that. The first thing that was mentioned about God is glorious in holiness fearful in praise and doing wonders look at that 
wonders was mentioned last. The first thing that was mentioned is the glorious holiness of God. So the holiness of God is incomparable. The book of First Samuel chapter 2 verse 2, the Bible says there is none holy as the Lord. Look at that. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee. Neither is any rock like our God. In times of holiness, God is incomparable. Then number two, the holiness of God is exhibited in his... I'm going to give us maybe two, ten, three point under that the holiness of god number one is exhibited in his character in his character that's why in psalm 22 verse 3 the bible says but thou art holy thou art holy O thou that inhabitest the praise of israel but as holy as god is one thing about god is that anywhere people are praising him i want you to take note of this anywhere people are praising him god will still come down into their midst the thrice holy God we come down and that's why anytime we, we go before God to worship him don't look at your weakness don't look at your sin don't look at yourself look at God because anywhere he's being praised as holy as he is he will come down oh thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel look at that he inhabits he is enthroned in the praise of those that call upon him. Then number two, under that point, under the holiness of God, is the holiness of God is also exhibited in his name. The name of God is holy. Look at, look at that. The name of God is holy. The name of God is holy. For he that is mighty has done great things, and holy is his name. That's what the Bible said in the book of Psalms. Uh, then under that point, the holiness of God, number three, is also exhibited in his words. The words of God is holy. Psalm 60 verse 6, Psalm 60 verse 6, the Bible says God has spoken in his holiness. That's why our words too must be holy. Because anytime God speaks, he only speaks holy words. God has spoken in his holiness. I will rejoice. I will divide the scheme and and meet out the valley of Sukkot. God has spoken in his holiness. So we see that the number one under the second point, under the second point, the holiness of God is exhibited number one in his character, number two in his in his name, and then number three in his word. In his word. In his word. The holiness then under that point, number four, the holiness of God is also exhibited in his works the works of god is holy according to psalm 145 verse 17 the bible said the lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works that's why as a christian our work must be holy some people will say well i'm a christian i can do any work i can do anything as a christian our works must be holy the works of our hand must be holy then, under that exhibition of holiness of God, God's kingdom is also holy. According to Psalm 47 verse 8, God reigned over the Eden. God seated upon the throne of his holiness. Look at that. God seated upon the throne of his holiness. The holiness, the, the throne of God is a holy throne. Now, let's go to the top point, top point, top point. The, the, the point I gave it where just point under the second point. Then the third point about the holiness of God is that the holiness of God is pledged 
for the fulfillment of his promise and his judgment. I want you to listen to that point. The holiness of God is pledged for the fulfillment of his promise, number one, and then for the fulfillment of his judgment. What made God to fulfill his promise to us is his holiness. For example, in Psalm 89 verse 35, the Bible says, Once I have sworn by my holiness that I will not lie unto David. What does that implicate to us? It means if God has promised to do us anything, because he's a holy God, he will fulfill it. That is why we can have assurance in God that when we pray according to his will, according and, and we use his promises to pray, he will answer us because he has sworn by his holiness. And then the holiness of God is also pledged for, for his judgment. The reason why God will judge the wicked, the reason why God will judge the powers of darkness is because of his holiness. In Amos chapter 4 verse 2, the Bible said, The Lord God has sworn by his holiness, look at that, that lo, the day shall come upon you, that he will take you away with hooks, and your posterity with fish hook. It is because of the holiness of God that the wicked will be judged. And I want to pray for somebody this morning. Every power working against you, by the holiness of God, they will be judged in the name of Jesus. Then number four, the saints are commanded to imitate the holiness of God. As believers, the word of God commands us to imitate the holiness of God. The book of Luke, I mean Leviticus 11 verse 44, the Bible says, For I am the Lord your God. Look at that. Is God your father? Is God my father? If the answer is yes, listen to what the Bible says. For I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore consecrate yourselves and you shall be holy. For I am holy. Neither shall you defy yourself with any creeping things that creeps on the heart. You shall be holy. For I am holy. The book of 1 Peter chapter 1 verses 15 and 16. The Bible says, But as he who has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of your conducts. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Look at that. So we have no excuse. I say, ah, I'm a weak person. Ah, I'm a son of Adam. That's why I'm work, I'm I'm so so rough. That's why I, I, I can't overcome sin. No, you you and I, we have been called to be holy. We are supposed to imitate God in his holiness. Do you know today many people want to imitate God in his power? They say, Wow, God is a powerful God. I want to be powerful as God. But when it comes to holiness, these same people will say, you know what? We are weak now. Nobody can be perfect. But you want to be perfect in the power, but not perfect in holiness. Then number five, when it comes to the holiness of God, as believer or as saint, we are supposed to praise his holiness. We are supposed to praise the holiness of God. Not only are we commanded to be holy, but we are also expected to praise the holiness of God. In Psalm 30 verse 4, the Bible says, Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of ease, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Look at that. That's why today I pray that God will help us. God will help our musicians to sing the, about the holiness of God. Do you know today sometimes when people are singing, they are singing to praise their pastor. They are singing to praise, to praise ordinary man. 
Do not, for example, I don't condemn people that sing, you know, during bad day. But most of the time, when people are singing for people during bad day, it's like they are singing to praise the person who is celebrating bad day. That is evil. That is evil. That is evil. That is evil. We are only supposed to sing about the holiness of God. Don't be singing to praise any man. I'm not condemning people, musicians, worldly musicians. They will sing to praise you so that you can spread them money. That is what worldly musicians will do. Why are we bringing that to church? Let's be careful. We are only supposed to sing about the holiness of God. And that's why people don't want to be holy. Because the song, the music we are listening to, is not a music that promotes the holiness of God. Then number six, the holiness of God should produce a referential fear in us. One of the reasons why we should be afraid of God, I'm not talking about being afraid as to, uh, you know, like we are under condemnation. I'm talking about referential fear. One of the reasons why we should have referential fear for God is because of His holiness. The book of Revelation chapter 15 verse 4, the Bible says, Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only, for thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgment are made manifest. Look at that. For thy judgment are made manifest. We should, be, we should have referential fear for God because of his holiness. And then number seven, the holiness of God is required in our service unto God. As you a worker in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in your local church, we are supposed to serve God in holiness. I was, you know, sometimes when I watch, you know, some of the uh, photos or pictures that, that churches put on Facebook, sometimes the chorister, they wear all kinds of uh, short mini skirts and they are using that to preach or to minister to, you know, they are in the choir. They, 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 they put all kinds of, of, of pictures just to promote that, say, okay, in our church, we have beautiful ladies. That's, that's how the Spirit of God interpreted to be. Go and watch it. Go to Facebook. Go and watch some of the pictures being posted by our churches. You will see it there. They will put uh, pictures of some beautiful, beautiful ladies. Some of them, they dress half naked. I was even watching one not too long. They, a chorister. And the clothes she wears is exposing almost you know, a lower part of her body. And that's the kind of thing they promote. So that people who are in the world can say, Ah, that church. I think I need to start attending that church because they have many beautiful ladies there. That's what that is what we are promoting our churches. I pray that God will be merciful to us. In our service, the holiness of God is required. Anything we do for God should be done in holiness. When we sing to God, it should be done in holiness. Even when we give our offering, when we give our offering to God, it should be done in holiness. That's why the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 5, he said, when you go to the, to the altar to drop your offering, and there you remember that you are, you, 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 your brother has something against you. The Bible said, drop your offering. Don't give that offering here. Go, drop your offering and go and reconcile with your brother before you come back and offer your offering. Look at that. Because anything we do, must be done in holiness. You know, that's, that's in Matthew chapter 5 from verse 23 to 25. 23 to 25. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you. Look at that. Leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. 
First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Look at verse 25. Agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way with him. Let your adversary deliver you to the judge and the judge hand you over to the officers and you be thrown into prison. And that's why today many people don't respect men of God anymore. They say, well, this is not the same men of God that sleep that, that sleeping with our ladies. It's not the same men of God that are, you know, you know, converting people, taking money from people, duping people. So that's why people are, people are what? They are casting blames on them. It is already in the word of God. Because they are, they are offering their service without holiness. When people check them, when people scan them, they see all kinds of evil that they are doing behind the door. And that's why the Bible says they, they are adversaries. All those people who are cast, castigating them, they are their adversaries. Look at that. Anything we do must be done in holiness. I want us to go and pray. We are going to lift up our voice unto God this morning. If there's anything we should strive for in the journey of this year, is how we are going to be more holy. You can, you and I, we can be more holy. But one thing we cannot be more, we, we cannot do more is we cannot be more righteous. We already have the righteousness of Christ in us. And it is that righteousness of Christ that is already in us that will help us to work out our holiness. That's the inward power that we already have that will help us to work out our holiness. The righteousness of God, I mean the righteousness of Christ in us is what produces the power. Is the engine room that power our holiness unto God. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, let the seed, the seed of iniquity in me. There is a seed. If there's any sin we are still struggling with, whether it is anger, whether it is lust, whether it is whatever it is the same, it is because the seed of that sin is still in us. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, this morning, let the seed of iniquity in me be uprooted and be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masata Yadagaba, open your mouth. The seed of anger in me, the seed of lust in me, the seed of lie in me, the seed of evil in me. Lord, let it be uprooted. I want you to cry to God. Let the seed of iniquity in us, that thing that makes us to want to sin, that thing that pushes us against the will of God, Lord, this morning let it be uprooted and be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masata Yadagaba, Epreketia Yeneke Bedelica Sidicapa, the seed of sin in us, the seed of iniquity in us, let it be uprooted. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, by your Holy Spirit, look at that. By your what? Holy Spirit. Now, Oh, the, the, the Bible call him Holy Spirit. Look at that. Holy is not a dirty spirit. Holy Spirit is not a dirty. Holy Spirit. <laughs> Holy Spirit. That's why we, as a vessel, we must be holy. Because we carry the Holy Spirit on our inside. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, by your Holy Spirit, let the spirit of holiness and purity enter into me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. By your Holy Spirit, O oh God. By your Holy Spirit, O oh God. Let the spirit of, 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 of purity and holiness enter into us. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. 
Open your mouth, open your mouth. The book of the book of Second Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 16. The Bible says, And what agreement has the temple of God with idol? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them, I will walk in them, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Open your mouth, open your mouth, and stay God by your Holy Spirit. Lord, impart into me, impart into me the spirit of holiness and purity. In the name of Jesus, crown to God, crown to God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The book of the book of First uh, Corinthians chapter six. Look at that. First Corinthians chapter six, verse fifteen. The Bible says, "Do you not know that your bodies." are members of Christ, shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not, or God forbid. And look at verse 16. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For for the two, he says, shall become one flesh. And look at, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at verse 19. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you, whom you are from God, and you are not your own. And verse 20, for you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are God's. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to crown to God and say, my father, Lord, help me to use my body to glorify you. We are going to be talking more about that tomorrow. Help me to what? To use my body, to use my voice, to use my leg, to use my land, my hand, to use my eyes, to use my mouth, to glorify you in holiness. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Anytime we are walking in holiness, we are glorifying God with our body. We are glorifying God with our life. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, by your holiness, let all your promises for my life be fulfilled. I told us one of the things that, that make God to fulfill his promise to us is because of the, of, of the spirit of holiness. Why? Because God is not a liar. God is not like a man that would promise and say, I will do something and then change his mind. When God says he will do something, he has sworn by his holiness. You can go to bed with it. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, by your holiness, fulfill all your promises over my life. In the journey of today and throughout this month, in the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Whatever you have promised to do for me, by your holiness, let it be fulfilled. Let it come to pass. Let that prophecy come to pass. Let that promise of God, of yours, come to pass. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I told us also that the, 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 the judgment of God against our enemy is because of his holiness. Because God has pledged by his holiness that, that our enemy shall be judged. Let me give us an example. Because we want to pray on that, uh, the book of the book of uh, the book of Second Thessalonians chapter one verse six, the Bible says Second Thessalonians chapter one verse six. The Bible says, "Since it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you," the Bible says, "It is a righteous thing. <laughs> it is a holy thing because one of the 
reason why God has the capacity to judge the wicked is because of his holiness. We, we cannot judge anybody because we are, we are still praying to be holy like God. But God has the capacity, he's like a judge. You know a judge? A judge can sentence somebody to death because he's a judge. And because God also is a judge, and not just ordinary judge, a holy judge, he can, he can, he can, he can sentence the wicked to death. I want you to lift up your voice. <laughs> oh my God. You are going to cry to God and say, Lord, because of the spirit of your holiness, huh? Lord, rise up against every wicked, against every stubborn enemies of my life who are troubling me. Rise up against them and judge them. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I want somebody to crown to God. God is the righteous judge. God is the holy judge. This morning, he wants to judge sickness in your body. This morning, he wants to judge every enemies of your progress. This morning, he wants to judge the powers of darkness tormenting you. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, because you are a righteous judge, because you are a holy God, rise up and fight against every stubborn enemies, every stubborn power, every stubborn evil spirit, tormenting us. Rise up and fight them. Rise up and judge them. Proclaim your judgment against them. In the name of Jesus, proclaim your judgment against sickness. Proclaim your judgment against failure. Proclaim your judgment against evil. In our lives, in our family, in our lands, in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, from this morning, help me to render my service unto you in holiness. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Help me to what? To render my service unto you in holiness. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. I don't want to render a service that is defied. A service that will not be acceptable before you. Lord, help me. Help me on daily basis to render my services unto you in holiness, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Help us as individuals to render our services unto you in holiness. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voices and say, Lord, let your referential fear be planted in my heart. That was what helped Joseph. That was the secret of the holiness of Joseph. Joseph, when Miss Potiphar wanted to force, uh, wanted to force him to commit adultery with him in Genesis thirty-nine verse nine, Joseph said, uh, "You know, he said, I, I, I fear God. I can't do this. This is wickedness." This is wickedness. And and when when his when his brethren, you know, when they were when 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 they were when they thought Joseph will, will revenge against them, Joseph told them, he said, I fear God, I'm not going to revenge against you. I fear God. I fear God. In Genesis 39, look at what Joseph said in verse 9. Genesis 39, verse 9. The Bible said, There is no greater in this house than high. Neither has he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Look at that. You fear God. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, plant your referential fear in my heart. If we fear God enough, we are not going to sin. We are not going to commit sin intentionally because we know that God is watching over us. We know that God is any step we take, God is watching it. God sees our secrets. God sees our, our nakedness. And that should create a referential fear in our hearts. People only sin today because they think God doesn't know. God doesn't know. 
God is not paying attention, but God pay attention to everything we do. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, plant your referential fear in my heart. I want to be holy. I want to live a holy life for you. Lord, plant your referential fear in my heart. Open your mouth. Masataya Lord, plant your referential fear in our heart. Help us to live a holy life. Help us to walk in holiness on a daily basis in Jesus' mighty name. And we have prayed. And lastly, I want us to open our mouth and say, Lord, as I go out this morning, let every evil walls that the enemy has molded or built around my blessing or built around me to hedge me in, let that wall collapse. In the name of Jesus, I want to go forward. I want to move to my next level. Pull down every walls, every satanic wall, blocking my, 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 my move to the next level. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every walls of condemnation, every walls of guilt, every wall of sin, let them be pulled down. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help us to move to the next level. Help us to move to the next level. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, I pray that as we go out this morning, help us to walk in holiness, just like you are holy. Help us to be holy. In the name of Jesus, glorify yourself in our lives, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In the journey of today, let us return with new testimony. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Transform my streets to transform.